Welcome to the Taco Talks Recap. It's your host, Dom Green, a life enthusiast of Positive People Posse. These recaps are for us to kind of go back in time uh, to the web series that we have on YouTube and discuss a little bit more in depth about these conversations. I think it's very important for us to kind of do more of a breakdown and a synopsis of like who this individual is because we only had these into two-part segments, so eight minutes at a time. And so there was a lot of uh, things that we didn't include in there, and it came down to some of the relationship aspects that we had with people. And my next guest is Mr. Chase McAnulty. Chase McAnulty um, of Charlie Hustle. This guy, you know, somewhat tells his story in this 16-minute web series, and you know, for me, there was a, another side to that because I grew up with Chase McAnulty. We went to high school together, Olathe East to be precise. Uh, shout out to the Olathe East people. Um, you know, the, the conversations that we had uh, back in the day were just surrounded about just having fun, having a good time. And seeing the maturation process of an individual is like awesome because he really hustled to get where he was at. So, you know, the name Charlie Hustle is very significant because it's not only just about a company name. Like it's something, it's a representation about who he truly was, um, you know, Back in the day when we were in high school, you know, we would, uh, there was a lot of underage drinking. <laughs> there was a lot of partying. Um, there was a lot of things that we did that was more simple minded. But in this episode, he talks about coming into his own and really going after what he wanted out of life. And, you know, um, from ground up, I saw that, that, that beautiful business blossom and it was, it's very, I'm very nostalgic about the times that we had um, and just seeing, you know, a guy who just was trying to rub two nickels together to get one dime, um, you know, it, it was, it, it's just amazing to see where he's at now. And, uh, you know, some things have even changed since um, we shot the Taco Talks episode. Um, he is... First of all, he had already been married, but, you know, his business was his baby. And now him and his wife are having it and they're expecting a child, a uh, baby girl pretty soon. I, I believe like four. I think she's four months along now. Um, but, you know, that's just amazing seeing people kind of grow and you see um, the maturation process of, you know, from childhood uh, to, you know, trying to figure out life uh, in your college years to, you know, actually running this business and you know now he's going to be a father you know all these things happen but you know life is a process and um it's awesome to uh, be able to be a part of that process so without further ado uh we are going to start chase mcanulty charlie hustle let's call this one must have hustle Appreciate you being here, man. I know you're a busy guy. Are we rolling right now? Is that what's going on? All right, man. Yeah. I know you're a busy guy, you know, having a childhood friend, you know, on the show who's actually been very accomplished is an accomplishment right here in itself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So me and you go way back since like the high school days. What did you want to be like when you were in like junior high, then getting to 
to high school, I mean, did you know where, where your map was at all? No, I, I don't think anybody really knows at that age. Yeah. I think you get to high school and it's all about building a social life and then you do that and it's like, what else? You, you head to college and people go off and do their own different things. And uh, it was all, it was, it was hard for me. It was a learning lesson. Uh, I think just growing up and, and seeing what everybody else did and, and also being the guy that didn't do what everyone else did. Yeah. That's a scary slope to go down. You need support around you to, to go explore those kind of things. And now I look at it as like, everybody should be doing yeah. what they want to be doing. That's what it's about. Let's talk about resistance. Like, do you remember the first time it felt like, it felt like the weight of the world was coming down on you, um, getting to where you are now? I mean, this could be early on, this could be middle of the road, or yeah, later yeah. on. I mean, it was interesting. There was, uh, I was I was working out of a basement in Prairie Village. Those were moments of like, man, this is cool. You, I have this space to make it work. Yeah. I think those were just early stages of like, just trying to figure it out. Yeah. And learning, and you have buddies coming down to your yeah. place where you live, and you you might not be proud of it either. For sure. You know, but those were moments that you look back on and. Uh, Inspiring. It's like creating a moment right moment. there. It's like, it's like, what are you gonna do? All your friends are going to school, and they got this going on and that going on. People are getting married already. You know, it's. I think it's anybody's. Whether you're 24, 25, 26, that is the hardest time in most people's lives. For sure, you're right. And everybody's trying to figure it out, and nobody really has a clue. Yeah. But uh, so those were those were fun challenges, and it was important to kind of go through that. Tina, yes, here she is. Are you ready? Tina, yes. Uh, appetizers. I kind of just want to do tacos myself, and then this guy. You want? Like I said, it's port fonda. You can't go wrong with the chimichanga. Chimichanga. Let's do it. Dang, they put the egg on top of everything. Yeah. Yeah, man, you know, that's really cool seeing like the development of even your shirt collection. Yeah. You know, how you even started from, you know, just having these ideas like bringing that vintage back in a way and putting it, repurposing it, and yeah. putting your own spin. I used to collect vintage t-shirts. Yeah. I, I was working with a rag house down in like Houston, Texas. <laughs> And I'd get 50 pounds of vintage t-shirts. Like, didn't know what you were gonna get. Didn't know what you were gonna get. You'd sift through this box of t-shirts and there's probably 100 shirts and 20 of them might have been decent. You know, there might be one in there that might pay for the whole batch. Yeah. Like a Rolling Stones concert t-shirt or something like that. But it was, it was more about the, the fit and feel and the stories these t-shirts told. For sure. It was beautiful. And I was obsessed with it. So I got into this whole subculture of vintage t-shirts but this was like something that sang to me and I thought it was beautiful and um, I wanted to build a company that recreated that what's um, what's one of your favorite quotes like Man. this is one thing that you guys are really good at I think that you guys have a consistent message with you know that hustle and heart and you know you guys really put out 
you know, things out there for people, quotes that people, for people to hold on to? Like, what's yeah. one of your favorite quotes? Uh, well, one of my uh, favorite quotes, actually, I heard this, I think it was Denzel Washington, which is great. I don't think that guy gets quoted enough. No, he does not. No, but Awesome said, speaker. Do what you gotta do so you can do what you want to do. That's what I'm talking about. I will always. And love King that. Kong ain't got shh. Yeah. On, on me. me. <laughs> yeah. I always, I, I always loved that. That always had a message to me that just kind of in its purest form yeah. was cool. And then there's another one that I've been kind of living by lately because our company is changing. I think it's uh, creativity doesn't happen in chaos. Yeah. It happens in structure. No doubt. And I think that's a very cool way as we go into the future. It started from a creative standpoint, but you, and that is still the foundation. That's yeah, the heartbeat of sure. our company, but you gotta, you gotta build structure around, even around me as, yeah. as the, you know. You're making bigger financial decisions in all aspects. Um, you know, another thing in life um, that I see is like how you got some influence from, you know, maybe past experience and building this brand, you know, um, but you've also influenced others. Like, you know, like I see, I see a lot of people, I, I think it's very flattering, you know, in a way that, you know, there's this Kansas City culture, you know, how do you feel about the Kansas City community? Like, you know. I think it's I think it's important anywhere, any city, yeah. especially one that's growing. And this city is blowing up. It is. It's a very cool place to be right now. And you want makers, creators, doers to come in and just do their thing. For sure. And I think it's important to uh, really get behind that. And there's and, like enough for everyone. Yeah. You know? I, I've been around the the people that say you can't do it. Yeah. And, for and sure. we need more people to say like especially the people that have done something to get behind those other individuals and help them. I think there's an aspect of success that now it's like sharing. Yeah, for sure. Know? I mean, you know, like the information's out there too, right? You know, I feel like you can't, not everyone can just have a formula right in front of them. You no. know, like there's something about there the individual. No yeah. If, if something that you have is replicatable, um, then just go ahead and do it. I can give you my idea, but how are you going to do it? You need right. to kind of apply it to your own personal drive and wisdom. I mean, would you agree to that? Or? Well, yeah, and we all have ideas. Yeah. Everybody has Everyone ideas. Everyone has ideas. We're all creative. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. For sure. If it's like uh, Bill Bowerman that started Nike yeah. Phil Knight. I mean, one of his quotes, and I think they have it in their headquarters, but... Uh, Gosh, what is it? It's uh, if if you're like a human, you're an athlete. <laughs> like, if you were born a human, yeah. you're an athlete. And I don't think I like that's. It. Yeah. You might need to Some check luck. that. Cool. Okay, fact check. But that's that. like the same thing as like, like if you're born a human, you you could be a creative. Yeah. You're like you have every bit as ability as everybody for else sure. to create a hobby and, and find something for yourself. And Seriously. I, I think that's why uh, in education, that's why, that's how important that is. That's where we should for start. For sure. Welcome back. The tacos will arrive on the second part. Um, you just heard Chase discuss 
some of these these quotes and um, some of these things um, that he kind of holds on to um, that are inspiration for his his work, his his work ethic, his grind, his mind. Um, all of those things are really important for people who want to, you know, not just be like they, they don't want to think average. They want to think beyond. And, you know, this is one guy who's very intuitive. You know, he's very smart. He, he really knew what he wanted. And some people would say that he got lucky. I wouldn't say that this man got lucky at all because I saw what it really took. He really believed in this company. And his belief was the fact that he knew that he had to go out there and not only get, you know, people abreast on Charlie Hustle, but he had to raise money to get this done. And he, he got, he created more belief with other people into his company and he built this brand off of relationships. And so on the second part, I just want you guys to really just digest other than me, you hear me eating a lot. <laughs> Matter of fact, me and Chase, uh, I think we had way too many shots. He stayed pretty composed. Um, I think I was kind of feeling it at this point in time. So um, get away from, uh, please just like try to phase out all the, the yeah, uh-huh, for sure, for sure, because that's something that I'm trying to work on right now. But overall, I am who I am. Chase is an inspiration for a lot of aspiring companies that are trying to build something big. And he talks about how there's room for everyone still. And he talks about, you know, the, the KC Hart not just being his, his, his brand, but, you know, came from inspiration. You know, it's an homage of, of the past. So here's the second part here at Port Fonda. Oh! Yes. Boom. Look at that. That's like a stomach. Dang, that is a stomach. The fish. This is our vegan chorizo. Okay. This is fried avocado. I like that. This is going to be our chicken, carnitas, and chorizo. Do you expect me to help you with that? I, I mean, like, right now, I'm going to, like, lost my words. Look at this. Look at this. Can I get a cheers, too? It doesn't even matter what's in there. I'm just going to do that. Let's get it on the floor. Boom. Thank you. Nice and messy. Nose like the cream in there. Like... It really took two to do that. It's beautiful, yeah. It takes two, baby. Yeah, I don't know what they put in here, but... Patrick Ryan. Is this one of your go-tos, Port Bonda? I would say top ten mm. meals in Kansas City. I feel like I eat at this place like at least two times a month. The atmosphere is always good. Atmosphere is good. It could be breakfast, lunch, or dinner, man. Mm -hmm. It's that good. Who do you bank with? They suck. Go to Mizuma. <laughs> they like tacos too. Mizuma Credit Union. Okay, so perfect story about yeah. them. I grew up with a Mizuma Credit Union. It was my first credit union. Really? There was this lady that was uh, the teller. And I knew her for like three years. Like, I can't remember her name now because it's been so long. Mm -hmm. And I was almost like as a young kid attracted to her because she was just always happy. Yeah. And she made my day every day. And I think I think that's the really the only memory I have of 
positive things about Mizzou. Let's cheers to that. Cheers to them. Yeah. I appreciate that. You need a line? You probably no. need a line. No, I'm good. See, I didn't need a lime at all. I still think I owe him money, though. But <laughs> we'll get them to clear that up. I feel like what we have in KC is different than other places. But I mean, what's your personal view, point of view? Well, it's different because it's like it's up and coming. It's like open to interpretation, and I think people need a clean slate sometimes. Yeah. This is. You know, a growing metropolis. This is a cool place to come. It didn't used to be that way, just even just 10 years ago. For sure. Five years ago, the progress they've made. I think Power and Light started that. Yeah. But what it started was this, like, expansion of other neighborhoods kind of connecting together. And it's, it's getting better, it's getting stronger, and, you know, Young. Yeah, more character that's popping up in different parts so, yeah. of the town. Yeah, and young yeah. professionals are moving here, and it's yeah. cool. It's like, this is a vibe yeah. that people are interested in. And uh, it goes along with positivity. Like, yeah. people want to be around a, something that's growing, something For that's sure. positive, and want to be a part of that. It's community. Yeah. It's part of happiness. Yeah, man. And I think that's what Kansas City resembles Seriously, right now. Seriously, man. It's you know, cool. I love just seeing the heart that travels, you know, like, you know, this heart, you know, I've seen all over the globe. People have, when I've worn a shirt or, or something from Charlie Hustle and they see this heart, people say, what's that? And they're just drawn to it. I mean, for one, it's heart of America. It's mm -hmm. uh, the railroad stations in the 1900s. They had a pin that had Kansas City in a heart. Kansas City Monarchs, they yeah. had a KC Hart on their, a patch on their jersey. For sure. Even the plaza in like, I think the 1950s, they had on their light poles, they had a little KC Hart inside the light pole. So we didn't- They embraced we didn't, it. We didn't invent yeah, this. For sure. We just, uh, we kind of brought it to prevalence on a t-shirt, but it's about Kansas City. It's about the culture we're trying to for create sure, here. Man. The heart of America. I love that. You went from Wicked Threads to... With a Z. With a Z. Don't forget the Z. Don't forget the Z, G. <laughs> um, you went from Wicked Threads to Charlie Hustle. Well, Wicked Threads was just a, a fun thing that I think any young entrepreneur, when you see a little bit of success somewhere, for one, you don't know how to handle it. So. Those were all learning lessons. Those were all things that took you where you were going. Mm -hmm. um, and we did well, we had fun. Um, but we needed to go through that time of wicked yeah, threads for sure. to get somewhere else. Yeah. And I always, I was interested in getting in the collegiate market. I wanted to see something. Yeah. I was living up in Lawrence, Kansas. Rock sure. Chalk, Jay, huh? Rock Chalk all day. I wanted to see something better out in the market, but we started with uh, 16 t-shirts when we launched Charlie Hustle. Yeah. The 16th t-shirt was the Casey Hart. Oh yeah, that's right. That was like the last thing. And we sold 27 shirts upon the first day of launch, 14 of them were that Casey Hart. Yeah. So we knew we had something mm -hmm. to kind of roll with. And we, Man. we pivoted from- Was the first sell the best sell? 
Top 10 things in Kansas City. Enough about me. Tell me about positive people, posse, what you're trying to accomplish. What's going down? There it is. Um, I needed a logo <laughs> on this shirt. Now I am complete. You know, um, it's really about that essence of being resourceful and um, just kind of creating that community of people who are like, like-minded, you know, like, you can either thrive on negativity and feel like, you know, the person sitting next to you in your cubicle is always just bringing you down and you have to talk about, you know, all the negative things and you don't, you don't necessarily have a direction. Like with us, you know, I think that positive-minded people, we kind of gravitate towards one another. Totally. You know? I think that's very important for us to continue to start developing that where we're like encouraging one another opposed to trying to work against and you know the nature of you know the climate you know I don't really like talking politics but I don't like dividing people yeah and so if we can bring more people together and inspire others to go after and pursue their passions you know I think that's what it's all about you know taking the, the bad and making something good out of it yeah and uh, you know we just need more we need more people that are like us you know um, because if we didn't have, you know, the positive people, you know, like, feel like we'd be walking around thinking that, you know, everything, life just sucks, and that's yeah. not the case, man. I do appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me, man. We had an awesome talk, and um, for the most part, I think that we covered everything, including the taco food, Mizuma. Thank you for all of this food and making this happen. Live freely, stay positive. Mizuma. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to the Chase McAnulty Must Have Hustle episode. You know, this was a really cool episode for me because we, you know, like, again, us being childhood friends, him doing his thing, working through his passion, this guy's very busy. And, you know, it is a blessing to have, you know, recognize people like this in your, in your circle. And, you know, he's an inspiration to me. He's an inspiration to many other people. And he brings a lot of value. You know, this is a, a man who has old wisdom. I felt like he was very old-minded even in the past. Um, you know, just uh, the way he thought, you know, he's very pragmatic. Um, he's a quiet person, uh, but he's very silly. He's very charismatic. The guy can actually sing very well, too. Um, but he's very talented. And, you know, him being more of the creative mind behind Charlie Hustle, you know, he's had to learn and adapt to new things, financial decisions, and, um, you know, just like, just life advice that he got from other people, and he applied it to his own life. So, you know, just, uh, I think this recap is a really good thing for for many others to kind of just digest um, what people say. You know, it's, uh, it's really important to really, like, think that words really mean something. And when Chase talks, he really has a lot of meaning. And, um, you know, us getting to that, that balance aspect of, um, you know, life, you know, we want, I think that we all need to find balance. 
You know, it's important to find balance in our lives and also go after what we want. He even said, you know, I believe that everyone should be doing what they really want to do. Um, you know, put that in your mind a little bit. Digest that a little bit. Again, thank you guys for listening to the Positive People Posse Taco Talks recap. We would like to thank our partner, Green Grove CBD. Find your balance at greengrovecbd.com. What you don't know about CBD is there are a lot of companies out there. Green Grove has a lot of integrity and honesty to their products. Explore more. And when you use the code POSSE, you can receive 15% off plus free shipping. Again, that's greengrovecbd.com. And thank you for tuning in to Taco Talks. Taco Talks.